Hey, thanks for listening to A Certain Degree. I'm Nick Chargoody, you, and I am your host. This is the podcast version of an episode that aired on WPRK on December 7th, 2020. And it's originally all the way back from around this time in 2018. So it is old, but the person on it is not. She's actually incredibly young and talented and amazing. Her name is Bethany Renee Williams. You can find out more about her at Coffee Fueled. But first, listen to this episode. It's a big time throwback episode with like old commercials in it and the whole nine yards. So I kept it as as 2018 as possible. Just like we all do sometimes. We gotta keep it 2018, yo. Oh God. Hey, thanks for listening to a certain degree. This is an abridged version of my interview with Bethany Renee Williams. Bethany is the brains behind coffee-fueled marketing, and she's doing some pretty amazing work all over the world. Don't you want to know how she does it? Me too. Oh wait, I already know, because I was there. I'm a lucky guy. If you want the full interview, please visit toacertaindegree.com. Also, consider subscribing to this podcast wherever you subscribe to them. And now, on with the show. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, of course. Getting up early, coming out. Uh, I was checking out some of your stuff between uh, when we met at uh, Milk Mart, I yeah. think uh, a couple of months ago. A little bit. And uh, signing you up. And, you know, sometimes people come up to me at events or I just meet them in places and I go, I just can tell that this person would be a good guest, that I want to talk to them more, that I want to interview them, that I want to uh, you know, really get to know them. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. So we're going to do that. So I've, I've looked at, obviously I, I've learned everything that I can from your social media and, uh, things of that nature. Degree in coffee field. Yeah. So I have to actually, and if you want to learn more about Bethany Renee Williams, coffeefuel.net or at coffeefueled on Instagram. So we'll put that out there early on in the process, but so we have to play a game. Okay. It's 20-ish questions. I like to get to know people by this, through this. I think it's a good way to get to know them. But instead of saying yes or no, up or down, what you're going to do is uh, it's a festive time of the year. Two turtle doves or a partridge in a pear tree. So two turtle doves if you're for something because two of anything is always better than one of something. All right. That and makes sense. When I was a kid, obviously a turtle dove was some sort of flying turtle. So That's I think true. they're super like Pokemon, yeah. cool. Who wouldn't want a turtle dove? Uh, partridges <laughs> in a pear tree. Like that sounds like a lot of work. You have the upkeep of no the one pear wants tree. Pears, you, know? you have to go get the grounds from Starbucks yeah. in order to, yeah. yeah. And pears are, yeah. Pear like nectar? A, I don't know if it's a favorite fruit, though. No, it's never a favorite fruit. Like if I see pear nectar somewhere, I might have that. Mm-hmm. Because that's rare and good. But for the most part, you know, who's buying pears at this point <laughs> in their lives? <laughs> I think it's very rare. Okay. So two turtle doves. All right. That's a thumbs up. Do you want to write this down at all? I think, I, I, think I got it. You got two it. turtle okay. doves is, is yes. And, and you can just partridge go in a pear tree turtle is doves versus partridge. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I don't know if you heard about this sort of, uh, uh, I don't even know what we call it. It used to be guerrilla marketing campaign mm-hmm. or alternative marketing campaign. So whatever we call it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Palessi, uh, or it, it was basically Payless. Yeah, uh, I saw the yeah. story. So they opened this uh, store, uh, this uh, fashionable high-end store, invited a bunch of influencers, 
Um, to me, it sounded like they basically just duped a bunch of people, mm-hmm. but it was kind of a fun story. So they sold Payless shoes at this Palessi mm-hmm. uh, store for, you know, two, three, four. I, I think they sold one for $640. Mm-hmm. They refunded everybody's money um, and all that. But I don't know if you had a take on it, uh, you know, personally I, or and from a marketing yeah, perspective. Yeah, I think, okay, so from a marketing perspective, I think it's interesting to look at this and understand, you know, how great marketing can be if you know what you're doing and just yeah. showing that, like, the extent you can take it to, that you could take a $20 pair of shoes and sell it for 600 if you're marketing it the right way. Uh, from a personal standpoint, I mean, I didn't get duped. So it's fine. (laughs) If I got duped, I might be a little more upset. So I might be biased. But uh, I think it was genius, honestly. I think it was really smart. And it's the holidays. And they were like, you know, we need to get some kind of publicity out there. We want people to know who we are. And whenever they think we're going to go holiday shopping, we want them to think pay less. And it was honestly funny. I feel like it was pretty humorous. It that was, they did that. And, and I mean, they refunded the money. So they refunded the money. And, you know, it's not like we have in general the highest uh, regard for influencers and yeah. fashion bloggers. And not, I'm not saying anything bad yeah. about it, but it, you know, out of everything, it, it felt a little bit like a victimless crime. Yeah. Right. It's not like it was like Vogue magazine wrote an article about Palessi and was like, guys, go get your $600 pair of shoes. Like, well, okay, so let me go to another thing then. So it sounds like you're, you're uh, two, uh, uh, two turtle doves. Yeah. I can't even remember Four, my yeah. own game. Turtle doves, yeah. Okay, so two turtle doves or a partridge in a pear tree. Uh, cryptocurrency promotions were in the news uh, this week. Uh, DJ Khaled and Floyd Merriweather were both uh, uh, fined basically, for promoting something without actually saying that they were paid to promote it. And it was this random cryptocurrency, because, of course, that's the hottest thing out there. And so what do you think about, I I guess I'm asking about that uh, that influencer buying uh, their you know, words, buying their uh, endorsement. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. Um. I'm totally for endorsement. I mean, they did it the wrong way. There's actually a lot of like legal stipulations you have to follow when mm-hmm. you're paying someone to promote a product for you. It has to at least say somewhere in there like this is an ad, you yeah. know, for, is, you know, like during political yeah. se- season, whatever. It's like this ad is paid for by and then name or campaign. So it's the same thing with influencers. So <clears throat> if Palessi hired an influencer. The influencer technically would have to say this is paid for by Palessi. Right, if they so, were given the shoes yeah, or something along exactly. those lines. Yeah. yeah. So the same thing applies to DJ Khaled and who else was it? Floyd Mary uh Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I said Merriweather earlier. Yeah. Floyd Mayweather. Floyd, big listener. I apologize. <laughs> of course it's Mayweather. So yeah, I mean that's the only I, I don't think there's anything wrong with paying for people to talk about your product. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if your product's good, it's a good way to advertise it. I mean, you're not going to advert, I mean, you're not going to get customers unless your product's good anyway. Uh, unless you know the, the right theory. people are talking about yeah. it. I mean, if DJ Collin talks about it, you're probably going to get customers. Well, we had the, uh, the fire festival last year, of course. So there seems to be a consistent yeah, sort of controversy so yeah. around like, pay, uh, I will pay you, you have this many followers. I will pay you to endorse this. 
Um, what I think was interesting about both of these, like I don't even know if this cryptocurrency is real, if people got their money's worth out of it, those sorts of things, where as an endorser, do you feel like there has to be some level of vetting yeah. that you actually go in and say, I, okay, I this is so. this product will actually maybe not hurt people, mm -hmm. <laughs> is valid, um, is relatively healthy, because I could see all sorts of stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and I mean, anytime I post about a product, uh, before I even post about it, I have the company send me the product, yeah. and I test it out, I use it, whatever, and then I decide if I'm going to post about it. Right. Like, it's not like, yes, I'm for sure going to post about this, send me the stuff. So it's, it's totally, and, and I think that's a big thing, is as an influencer, it's up to you. Um, I mean, you're not going to get paid if you decide not to do it, but it's like, are you more concerned about money right. or, you know, promoting the right things? I would say, I mean, from another standpoint, I'm not like a huge fan of cryptocurrency because I had Bitcoin and got burned a little bit. So I have a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth for, for uh, cryptocurrency in general. Right. So, um, you know, like from that standpoint, you know, talking about Fire Festival, thinking about it in that way, I can definitely see the whole controversy being, you know, pretty bad. I would say partridge and a pear tree. Okay, good to know. So let's go over to, um, let's see here. Why don't we end with uh, one that we usually end with because I like to eat food. Okay. I like dessert. So cobbler, mm. two turtle doves or a partridge in a pear tree. Just the dessert, yeah. not the person who fixes your shoes. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about that person. I would say two turtle doves. I love cobbler, honestly. Yeah. I'd say the best kind is probably blackberry. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had blackberry it's cobbler. It's really good quality stuff. Neat. Yeah. Uh, do you have it? Is it plain? Is it a la mode? Um, usually, I, I mean, I'm not a big fan of putting ice cream on desserts. Yep. Maybe that's just me. Just people then. You know, yeah, just, just people. Ice just people. ice cream on people. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. Normal things. I mean, that's where you were going, right? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Pretty <laughs> much, yeah. That's that would have been, been kind of a thing for me. Um, <laughs> where do you get your cobbler? Uh, I usually make it. Oh, okay. Are there places in Orlando that sell good cobbler? I don't. That's why I yeah, was asking. Uh, no, you know, I there's just a couple make it. of places in town that that have a pretty decent. I would cobbler. say the only place I could think of that would that would sell cobbler would be I think it's called the Coop. Oh, uh, the it's, coop down yeah, the road here. Yeah, yeah, it's in Winter Park, and it's like a southern restaurant, or maybe yep. like some of the barbecue places here. Yeah, but P, uh, Pia's for Pie usually has. Yeah, a Pia's good for Pie. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this: uh, Speaking of pie, cobbler or pie? Do you have a preference? Hmm. Well, I mean, I love key lime pie. Mm -hmm. Probably eat like one a day, like one whole pie a day. Well, every day. Every day. So you're that just might be down. that might be an exaggeration, but you're sitting down with your pot of coffee <laughs> that you've had since you were 13 years old. It's the same pot. Same it's handed one. down from generation. <laughs> yeah. uh, if heirloom. if and when you have a child or a daughter, I would imagine mm -hmm. it's uh, you will uh, give it to her when she's 13. It's definitely going to be passed down. I mean, <laughs> I'll probably. I mean, I'm thinking about getting a dog soon, so maybe I'll pass it yep. down to. Yeah, my, very my good. My dog when I... <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, you're just key lime pie. I can just... Yeah. That's all I can see is you, you just sitting there drinking eating. drinking coffee and eating key lime pie yeah. while I'm on my computer. You know, that's yeah. pretty much every day for me. Okay. If I set I up a live that. stream at my office, it would just be me sitting at my computer eating key lime pie and drinking coffee. That's great because we don't have enough ASMR feeds yeah. on the internet. And it would just be in different places at random times. You know, then it would be Bethany eating key lime pie, drinking coffee in Denver. And then it would be in Nashville. Yep. Yeah. It'd be a great show. I like everything about that.
This episode is brought to you by Shotgun Bedding. Sometimes you need a bed and you need it fast. Who you gonna call? You're gonna call the friendly neighborhood sleep installation experts. This isn't just a mattress we're bringing to your house where you don't exactly know where it's coming from. It's a space age foam polymer that is shot at a high velocity wherever you want, in whatever shape you want, and it'll be stuck there for years. Instant bed. That's there forever. As with most of our products, don't ingest it, look at it directly, or allow your mind to give in to the dark thoughts while lying on top of it. Order your comfy shotgun bedding at toacertaindegree.com. Bethany, I wanted to ask you a few questions as far as coffee-fueled marketing goes. So we talked a little bit about how you started that. Did you just kind of fall into it? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like a plan. It was just one day I was like, I like doing Facebook. I should see if businesses will pay me to do Facebook. And 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 they did. And they did. And that's how it all started. How was the process of going in? Because you're... um, X generation? I'm, I'm a millennial. No, you're a millennial. Yeah, of yeah. course you are. Um, that makes sense. Uh, so what we know about millennials or one of the things we're always being told about millennials, and I love this, mm-hmm. is that they're not afraid to ask for things. Yeah. Whereas uh, the boomers, and to a certain extent me being from Gen X and understanding this or, or feeling this way, is that you're supposed to wait. You're supposed to earn uh, your way up, and you're supposed to have to go through the process and do all these things. And basically, uh, it's, it's a version of hazing. Yeah. I right? mean, I actually read an article. I've read a couple of articles like relating to this. Um, the first one being that it said essentially Gen, uh, Gen X and, and baby boomers versus millennials, when they're filling out a, filling out a job application, they feel they have to have at least like 95% of the things on the requirements list. Yeah. Whereas millennials just apply. They're like, you know what? If they feel like I'm good enough, I'm going to get the job either way. And it's more about like, you know, proving your worth. They bring you in for the interview and it's like, well, here's what I've done type of deal. Right. As, a, as opposed to, you know, just limiting yourself from the beginning, um, which was kind of interesting to hear. And I mean, it's definitely true. I just kind of go out there and I'm like, here I am. Hire me if you want. <laughs> and uh, then I also read uh, another thing talking about the sales part of this, you know, like when I first started going into businesses and talking to them. I was 14 at the time. I was pretty young. And it seems young. Yeah, I was pretty young. Yeah. Uh, it said that people in my you know generation aren't as, uh, uh, you know, motivated to go and talk to people in person. They're more um, likely to talk to people on the phone or over email or sure, texting. texting, yeah. And I mean, that definitely makes sense, but I think that's what gave me like a leg up over everyone else as I was actually going in in person and they were seeing I'm a real person and I'm not just some bot on a computer sending out a million emails to businesses trying to get them to buy something. So they were like, you know what? This young child wants to manage my business's marketing. <laughs> that sounds like a solid plan. Were you approaching businesses that you felt strongly compelled by or some sort of affinity to? Yeah. So, I mean, whenever I was younger, I obviously wasn't charging a lot. I was charging just enough to, you know, like justify my time in doing it. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, you have to get experience, like an apprenticeship. Um, I was going to businesses that I related to. So, um, you know, like places that I shopped at um, locally. I lived in Louisville at the time, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So it was a pretty big city. So just, you know, shops I, I, I would shop at, um, like skate shops, things like that. Um, I would go to, if I liked a restaurant, like a gelato place or something, I'd be like, let me post pictures on Facebook and promote your business. And I really like this, you know, gelato. 
And it was pretty much, it was easy, you know, as, as a young person, just promoting what I liked and, and getting other people to like it also. You know, you're enthusiastic when you're young also. So that helps. So starting a business, uh, I'm curious about this, that early in life. And again, you know, you did you realize you were starting a business or did you I were just doing just, this for fun? It was just kind of fun at first. Yeah. Um, and I did have my parents, you know, there to guide me. Sure. Um, my mom's worked in print marketing for 30 years. So, she, you know, she's come from a, a similar background. She also does digital now mm-hmm. um, because, you know, that's where things transitioned. Uh, and then my dad got into marketing recently. Um, so my whole family has like worked within this sphere in some way. Um, so I did have some guidance, but at first I didn't really realize I was starting a business. I was just like, well, this is a fun hobby. And I was still taking career aptitude tests until I was in my senior year of high school. Like, what am I going to do with my life? I don't know. And over, here I am over on the side with businesses paying me to do their social media and build right. websites. And I'm like, no, nah, it's not a business. That's, that's fine. This is fun. Yeah. This is what, so. and you know, maybe on some level you were concerned about it becoming work yeah. because you're like, I, I want this to remain fun. It's a hobby. It's something I do for pleasure and enjoyment. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. This episode is brought to you by cold dish. Have you ever eaten at a restaurant? Psh, you don't have to brag about it. Disposable income must be great. If you've ever had a terrible restaurant experience and a social media post or bad Yelp review just isn't enough, Cold Dish is here to help. Just pull up our app on your phone and request one or more of our service trucks to simply sit in front of the offending business. Why just sit there? Because there's service trucks from companies such as Acme Rat Feces Abatement, Frank's Murder Scene Cleanup Hose Rental, and Black Mold Camouflage Installation, Inc. Cold Dish. Your anger, our trucks, their loss. Download the app now at toacertaindegree.com. Thinking about your social media, we don't have too much time to get fully into it. I want to talk about it a little bit more, but you're very thoughtful in what you're posting. Mm -hmm. Um, You are taking a lot of pictures wherever you go. You're, um, it, it's really interesting to me because you're, I, I guess one of the benefits of doing this is you're documenting everything. Yeah. Right. So you're going to remember it later, but then you're also posting stuff. You're saving images for later on. So mm-hmm. you can post it later and stuff like that. What has been the biggest, uh, you, so your favorite part of doing that. And then what's been the biggest challenge? My favorite part of doing it is I love the days when it pops up and it's and and you're I have an iPhone yep. so it'll tell me when I have um, memories from last year or three years ago or whatever yeah. it is. I love when that pops up and I look at it and I remember being in a city with like my best friend or my brother or something, and it's just like a really nice memory to look at those pictures that even other people don't get to see or like the videos we took while we were hanging out, just the funny moments. It's just nice to look back and see that like in, in the midst of all the business, there's some fun there. Yeah. Um, the hardest part I would say is probably planning the content. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's hard to, I want it to remain authentic and it, I don't want it to just look like it's just pictures of me or pictures of me doing things or pictures of places I'm going. I want it to have some kind of significance. Yeah. So I always try to look for things that matter. So if I'm in Miami and there are hundreds of murals, I'll look for the one that's actually going to like resonate with the people who follow me. Um, so it's like finding that content that actually is going to matter to people who follow me. Uh, so have you looked at a picture afterwards and gone, this seems really forced? Yeah. If, if I ever feel like my audience isn't going to like something, I'm not going to post it. 
you know, I'm really big on staying on brand. So the things you're going to find on my Instagram are coffee mainly. I mm. post a lot of coffee. My story is usually always coffee. Uh, you're going to find traveling. Uh, art. I usually go to a lot of art events in Orlando uh, and other places. Honestly, when I'm traveling, I look sure. up art events in the cities. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would say that's about it. Coffee, art, travel. I mean, you're going to see me working sometimes, but I know everybody doesn't want to see me working 24-7. They want to see interesting well, and content. Well, you have the, uh, the marketing Instagram, yeah. Coffee Field Marketing I have Instagram a business page, well. and then yeah. I also have highlights. You know, I have a highlight that has my mini portfolio. It's just like a little, like a, a highlight of what I've done. So it's not like super businessy, but it gives you like web addresses and examples of things I've done. So. When did you realize that, you felt you were in this relationship with your followers and you felt obligated to give them good content. Cause the, what, I mean, obviously people I think start out or most of the time start out on social media and they're just posting something. Yeah. I would say I realized it when people started actually recognizing me in public. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Which was kind of cool. Uh, people would be like, I think I follow you on Instagram. Are you coffee fueled? And I'd be like, that is me. And I would, take a drink of my coffee that I was 99% of the time holding. <laughs> so, yeah. So I think that's when it finally hit me that like, these are people who actually follow me because they care what I'm posting and they're willing to come up to me in public and risk it not being a person they're following Instagram just to ask if they're following me. So and it would just be random people, you know, in coffee shops or anywhere around town. It was pretty cool. Oh, so, that's really interesting. And yeah. that made you feel like, okay, now that I've now that I'm putting faces to some of these followers, they're not just my friends and family. Yep. You know, I'm really kind of not obligated, but I feel more of a duty to do right by them content. Exactly. Wise. Yeah. So yeah. So then as the numbers started growing, I was like, I want to keep producing quality content, and that's that's how it started. That's neat. I'm yeah. doing the opposite. I started with quality content, and now I'm doing less and less <laughs> quality, and just like, oh, here's my feet. <laughs> That's, I mean, that's one way to do it. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah, doing the reverse every, of Everybody things. does different If things. everybody's, you know, shift and left, I'm just, st I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, I just, just, stop. just stop in the middle yeah. of the road. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's me. This episode is brought to you by Beside Yourself. The CIA, the NSA, your internet service provider, hackers, fishers, credit card skimmers, Everywhere you turn, someone is trying to steal your identity, your financial information, and they are spying on you. You probably shouldn't go outside at all. Can Beside Yourself keep your identity safe? No chance. So why don't we give you someone else's identity? Fight fire with fire. In the basic version of our service, we give you an identity from another one of our customers. We switch identities every 60 days so no one really knows who you are. Need a security upgrade in your communications? Guess what? You're sending letters now. We reteach you how to write in cursive so no computer can scan your writing automatically. Order now and our technicians will install a phone booth near your home. If it was secure enough for the Sopranos, it's secure enough for you. Besides yourself, untraceable, untrackable, probably legal, open an account at toacertaindegree.com. Bethany, may I call you Bethany? Yeah. Great. The treadmill. The Stairmaster, rock climbing. What's next? Ladders? A hamster wheel? I'm talking about exercise and this Sisyphusian sort of approach to it where you're getting on something and you're pushing this rock up the hill and it's awful. It's super boring and maybe you're healthier at the end of it, but 
aren't you dead inside a little mm -hmm. bit? How do you exercise typically? Uh, I, I have a gym at my apartment. Yeah. <clears throat> Usually just go there a couple of times a week. Yeah. And how do you feel about that? I enjoy it. Okay. Personally. Um, it's not the answer I was looking for. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. actually. No, yeah. I, I, but I mean, to be fair, I played sports for like 15 years. Okay. So it's kind of like all a, of the sports. All, Any particular all of one? the sports. Okay. Yeah. Because when you say I played sport, sports, all of the sports. Yeah. No, I played basketball, soccer, tennis, and I ran track. So let me ask you this. Let me pitch some. And you might be the person to ask because basically what I'm looking for is somebody to be critical okay. of these ideas without hurting my feelings. So I just okay. want to put that out there as well. <laughs> All right. So basically what I'm looking for is praise. It can be critical praise. Critical praise. All yeah. right. Yeah. But I'm very sensitive. Okay. And I will let you know that my mom typically listens. So she will come after you. <laughs> just putting that out there. So alternative workout plans. All right. This is what I've been working on for you. I, I feel like these are really good ideas. Okay. Uh, so the first one is called Fits and Charts. And you know who's always healthy? You know who always has a good build and a good look? Map makers. You know why? Because they're walking around and mapping things. <laughs> so this would be an alternative workout regimen where you become a map maker. You get trained by map makers and you go on these excursions trying to map out whether it's the shore or an interior area you're doing height and depth and width i'm not really sure what map mm -hmm. makers really measure but they have that what's the one called where it shows kind of the a topograph yeah that's the yeah. one so smart you're so good at this <laughs> uh and it's not boring that's the thing i yeah. i want to make it not boring it's productive you're making something at the end of it yeah, I mean, I pay if I if I went on a cruise, I'd pay like you know like two hundred dollars for an excursion. So you know, you get Perfect. to mix the two. You get okay. an excursion and you get to work out. All right, so that's fits and charts. Right. There's more. All right, <laughs> more options. I I don't know that that was that's good. The sometimes most... you don't want to map make. Sometimes you sometimes do you don't want to map make. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mixture of health. That's this one. What do you think of when I say bake your way to health? Uh, cake. Right. <laughs> I would say making cake, yeah. Right. Does that sound like a healthy... I, I mean, not really. No, not at all. But that's only when we're baking with technology. What if we take out all the technology? So first of all, the mixer. You can't mix with the mixer anymore. You have to use your hands. Yeah. Um, and we're going to take away the oven. <laughs> so you have to create your own heat, <laughs> not with fire, but somehow with some sort of, you have to move Kinetic so quickly yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you're actually creating, you're baking something all on your own. Mythbusters. Can no you refrigerator. create a with kinetic heat? Yeah. Uh, no electricity. Some E. coli, which frankly would <laughs> clean you out, right? You're going to lose yeah, weight either yeah. way. Okay. So that is mixture of health. Uh, putt and run. That's easy. That's just golf as fast yeah, as possible. Yeah, you are running literally golf, yeah. running as fast as you that can. That turns it into a sport. I would like it to be a little more exciting. Yeah. Um, because we're losing golf courses. And Maybe. And one thing I can't stand, it's to think of all these older, mainly white men not having something to do. Yeah. Maybe putting golf with like fencing, like you mix the two. Oh, so you're like almost jousting. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There you go. If you're behind somebody and you hit it and they're about to line up a putt, <laughs> you can run directly at them. <laughs> I like it. Full contact golf. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, everything about that I love. 
Okay, I've saved the best one for last. Okay. All right, stink or swim. Are you a chemist by any chance? I'm not. Great, because then you can't tell me that this is impossible. Okay. For a fee, stink or swim will coat you in an oil that will make you smell really bad for up to a month. How do you get it off? You have to jump in a wave pool with the antidote, I guess for lack of a better term, every day for up to two hours. You have to just, have you ever been in a wave pool like yeah. in a wet and wild yeah. or other water park? They're exhausting. Mm-hmm. Like I almost, well, I, I almost went in one. Yeah. yeah. And it was very dangerous, <laughs> I felt like. But yeah, that's the idea is you have to just get in there and soak, but it's not a bath. Yeah. It's, you it's, have to get have into to, the wave pool out, yeah. and survive mm-hmm. for a couple hours. And you're forced to. So here's yeah. the thing. If you smell bad, you're going to do whatever you can to make that stop. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole theory behind skunks, I think. Mm-hmm is nobody wants that. Mm-hmm. So then you will get in there. You will have to survive. You will swim around. Is that a good way to keep people healthy? Are any of these good I ways say, to keep people healthy? So we had map making. We had the map making. We had uh, the baking with no technology Baking or with no technology. Yep. We had the golf, jousting. Full contact golf. Yeah. Uh, and we had our 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 swim and wave Stink pool until you die. Yep. Um, I would say of the, of the four options. I mean, now, I think I really feel like you need to, as a marketing person, you may want to work on that last one, the wave pool till you die. <laughs> How about this, the wave pool till you're fly? I mean, that's good too. Yeah, you get in the wave pool, stinky, you come out ripped. That's it. I would. I, I mean, you may also die. Yeah, I, I think that's a possibility. There's a lot of liability there. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's why you're on this. That's why everything's going to be in your name. Of the of the four options, I would say the map making is probably the highest chance of success because of the excursion option. You know, sure. you're going out and exploring. Yep. So it's it's pretty much like hiking. You know, it's already an exercise, but you get like to it. make a map at the same time. Now, we're also, I, I don't know if I told you this about the map making part, is we're kind of like driving you out somewhere and dropping you. And just leaving you? Yeah. And so the idea it's behind the map making, well, exactly. And the idea behind the map making is you're going to need to do that to figure out where resources are mm-hmm. Water, and where yeah. you've already gone yeah, before so true. you can find your way back. True. I mean, they can make good gifts too. You know, you, you survive, you can give your mom a map. Here, I lived. Oh, Merry I thought Christmas. it was a gift giving, like you'd give oh, them you a gift also, certificate you could also to send get, somebody. Yeah, you could also send someone out and leave them somewhere. That'd be a great gift. I feel like this is not even a health-related <laughs> uh, product anymore now. I mean, but it I feel is, like there are a lot of things that start as one thing. Oh, sure. And, and, then trend, well, and this is yeah. why I wanted to talk to you because this is, you know, it's a, it's a good idea. It's a bad idea. And you're going to make it an make even it, worse make it, idea. Make it successful even though it's bad. Yeah. I like that. So what we've done with the first idea, which was called Fits and Charts, is take it to help us, what's the word I'm looking for? Get rid of people in our lives? Mm-hmm. Um, in a good way? <laughs> You're sick Question of your boss? Mark? Get them a gift. Hey, oh my gosh, I got you this awesome excursion. You're going to go hiking. I just, just thought you needed a vacation. Uh, this is going to be, everybody so chipped hard, in. You know? Everybody <laughs> chipped in. Everybody loves you. 
Happy Bosses Day. We'll see you in three months. <laughs> Great. Okay. Idea. I like that. I feel like mixture of health might be out. I I saw I was making the stirring motion. I just yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know. And you were not into. I don't it. know if kinetic motion would bake a cake. Okay. Maybe if there was some Agree to sort disagree. of. Maybe if there was some right. sort of fire involved. Maybe if they had to chop down the trees to do it, okay. or All right, I like if that. they had to like scavenge the wood chips or something, depending where they live. I mean, if you live in a city, you're just SOL. You can't participate in that workout I like there aren't it. many trees okay so if we add that component to it the fire the starting of the fire the putting out the fire yeah uh because we're also i feel like that. you should have to plant another tree oh that's a good point yeah, so yeah. Pl- you, if you cut down a tree or even like plant multiple trees you know to make up for your impact on the environment i like that. part of the workout you you now have to plant trees to and make, then to water them and, and yeah. yeah, nurse them Nurture. until they're adults, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nurse them. <laughs> I don't know that you know what trees are. <laughs> That's good, though. Uh, okay, putt and run. I think you were, that was a home that run. One, yeah, that no one's pun cool. Intended. You know, jousting is involved. So. Well, and it's the only way we're going to save golf. Yeah. Right? Like, I think so. It is going away otherwise. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, it needs some sort of excitement. So no offense why not to any golf fighting? listeners. No, no offense. Yeah. But, you know, if you want to give it a, a try, you know. I think I'm in for that Go one. For I it, think yeah. you and I could get out there with some. I'll, st- I'll set up a Facebook event. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, and what we'll do is we'll just attack golfers <laughs> unsuspectingly. So this might be another thing, like maybe your significant other golfs and you want them to get in better shape. We'll <laughs> you chase send people them. To, yeah, send people to we'll chase them. We'll chase them around the golf course. Yeah, okay. solid idea. Uh, it's yeah. all coming together. It's all... And then uh, stink or swim, I think we really worked out. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that one's a little dangerous, but, you know. It's fly or it die. Could, it, could, it could definitely make you more in shape because it's kind of like either you get in shape or you die. All right, so let me ask you this. Because the production and the development of the stink spray, mm-hmm. it's going to take a lot. Yeah. Right? Like we're going to have to get some skunks. We're going to have to get some Limburger cheeses. We're going to have to, you know, do a number of different experiments in mm-hmm. terms of getting the right mixture. I mean, I feel like there are already products we could use. Sure. But should we just push people into a wave pool, I guess is what I'm asking. Is the stink part of it superfluous? I love the stink part. I, I, I love I the say, idea of spraying people and making them smell bad. Yeah, I would say that maybe that's the part that makes it dangerous because they don't want to get out until they smell better. So... Yeah, I mean, we could maybe put like a gate at the end of the wave pool. <laughs> so it's like harder right. for them to get out of the wave pool. And they have to like jump over the gate. So it's like a swim and hurdle. A swirdle, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we I've always dreamt of something along those lines <laughs> is really mixing. It's all about mixing media. Yeah. Um, it's about, you know, multi-channel integration, I think, as I hear a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm a really big that, fan of uh, cross cross platform marketing. You yeah, know? I like that. So why not? Everything about that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So get rid of the stink. Just throw them into just the pool. In a, just down in a gate. Uh, so uh, fly or die. Yeah. That's at the end of it. You're going to be mm-hmm. one or the other. Yeah. Pretty much. Oof. That's that's. <laughs> definitely need a uh, liability waiver there. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's it? No, of course that's not it. There's the full interview on toacertaindegree.com. There are a number of other episodes and interviews as well. 
going on 125, as a matter of fact. I talk to entrepreneurs like Bethany. I talk to artists like Bethany. I talk to smart people like Bethany. I have a type when it comes to guests. To learn more about Bethany, you're going to want to go to coffeefueled.net or coffeefueled on the social medias. I would recommend following her on Instagram for sure. Thanks for listening. I will truly miss our little chats.